Welcome everyone to another Slab Sox live show here on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Today is Memorial Day, so we will have an abbreviated 30-minute episode today, but it's going to be an exciting one because we do have sports card trivia. Nate, welcome, and I hope you're having a great Memorial Day just like everyone else here in the chat who does make it today. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a wonderful day. There's a nice breeze outside. It's it's warm, warm, but there's a nice breeze, so uh, it's been a good day and excited to see some of this trivia because I don't know what's coming. Absolutely, man. This trivia, it's a pretty good one. I say some of these are pretty challenging. Some of them are maybe a little bit easier, but it, I hope I got as creative as possible. Um, I don't know how many people are going to actually be able to make it to today's episode, but those that are here, we need y'all to be attentive and responding in the comments about what you think these answers to the trivia are so we can get some audience uh, comments in there to read out uh, throughout the stream today. But before we do get into the trivia, um, I want to share a post to the Card Collector 2 put up Ryan on his Patriots of the Pat Tillman, the Optic downtown uh, where it's got him in his military uniform, him on the Cardinals team, and then also a bald eagle behind it with the uh, American flag. It's probably one of the coolest design cards I've ever seen. Um, absolutely spectacular card, and his caption read, Let their remembrance be as lasting as the land they honored. And then he said, Thank you to all the men and women who serve or have served this country. I just want to reiterate that um, and share us out there because, yes, thank you to anyone who is watching who might be a veteran um, or who is serving right now, too. It, it means a lot to all of us here. And uh, excited um, for today's episode on this Memorial Day uh, to, com to commemorate it. So looks like we got Jordan and Daniel in the chat today. So uh, And I want to shout out Jordan. This episode is fully because of Jordan. His last night in our uh, FlipQuest episode, which we will cover here in a second, uh, he said, hey, how about some sports card trivia? And I said, all right, let's do it tomorrow. So here we are doing some sports card trivia. We've uh, tossed the idea around a lot um, internally just through different content pieces also. So it worked perfectly here. I'm excited for it. And what is up, Daniel? Excited for today. Before getting into the trivia, though, we are covering the PWCC Weekly Auction number 19. And we have the third week in a row now of doing one of these uh, pick your por portfolio, build your portfolio on one card from each tier. Nate, I think the way we should do this is you should pick your three. I'll pick my three. And then we'll uh, you can guess. I don't know if you've seen what the, maybe the audience would vote on. I like it. All right. I have not seen. I've been I've been. I don't know if I've even looked at my phone today. <laughs> there you so. go. Well, hey, by the way, I think your mic might be on the wrong setting. So go ahead and flip that quick. <gasps> One second. You. Is it coming through the uh, the, the computer. camera? Oh, or the camera, whatever it is. Yes? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Much better, much better. All right, All here right. I was. Pick, like, pick, pick your three. Anytime there was background noise. <laughs> it wasn't working. All right, so I'm picking my three. Of course, I'm going with the Acuna Independence Day. There's literally no doubt. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Also, he's the best player of the three up there. Also, no doubt. So, like, that's a that's an easy that's an easy choice for me. Um, though, obviously, the Phil Folden 101 is very nasty. But give me the Acuna Independence Day. That's the nicest parallel of any parallel in the history of parallels. <laughs> the next one's a little bit harder. Because, it's like, I like all three cards. Obviously, Mickey Mantle, everyone knows. Jay-Z, everyone knows. Aaron Rodgers as a Packer fan. Yeah, he's in a Cal Bears uniform, but. It is a rookie auto. It is a rookie auto. But I think for me, from, like, a how many people will know him, I got to go with the Jay-Z. Wow. Just long. Long term, I think more people will know about Jay Z than they will Mickey Mantle or Aaron Rodgers. So I'm taking the Jay Z, and then lastly, I'm going with the Elich. I love those Emerald Tops Emerald PSA ten 
think we just lost Nate for a second here. I just lost you on the last. You said you love those Emerald Tops updates, but I don't know what you said. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was all I. That was pretty much all I said was oh, okay. just the Emerald Tops update. Awesome. Well, for my pick, as much as I love uh, soccer, I, I don't really need a Phil Foden one of one of my collection. Although it's it is a sick card, uh, Zion. A little risky, I think, um, for Nov ninety nine from Prism, where where there's just so many different choices you can make with Zion cards. But the Cunha, that's undis- undisputable, one of his best rookie cards, in my opinion. Like Nate said too, um, I'm going with the Independence Day F seventy six at the five k range for the one thousand dollar range. That is, I'd say, the toughest segment of all of these. Uh, Nate brought up a good point, Jay Z. I think Aaron Rodgers rookie auto, even if it is a PSA eight with the ten auto, it's number one twenty five. It's hard to pass that. But 56 tops is actually one of my favorite vintage sets of all time. I have the 56 Jackie Robinson, so I'm going to pick the 56 Mantle SGC3 to match my 56 Robinson I have, uh, the $1,000 range. And then for the $100 range, I have to go with the McDavid update, um, OPG rookie, SGC 9.5. Dude's head and shoulders the best in, in the NHL by far. Like better, He's got more space between the second best player in the NHL than any other sport out there. I think it's unbelievable. Um, but that's what I'm choosing. Now, Nate, how about your picks for the audience quick? Um, so, uh, Jordan, Jordan's made some choices. Acuna, we agree there. Yeah. Mantle, I mean, I can, I can definitely see that. And then McDavid, NHL. <laughs> Actually, you know, obviously Yelich is a pick for, for my heart here instead of, uh, yeah. strategically right, right, picking right. it out. So I get that. What do you, what do you think Instagram voted? Um, I'm guessing they voted Zion. Mantle and McDavid. All right, here we go. First one. Oh shoot, what happened there? This one's a little bit zoomed out, but this is the hundred dollar range, and it was Wonder with 51 percent of the votes actually went with the Wonder Gold of fifty from twenty twenty one, which is a third year prospect card. PSA nine. Thirty six percent went with McDavid, and thirteen percent with Yelich. The second row, the thousand dollar row, fifty five percent with Mantle, twenty eight percent with Rogers, and Nate's Jay Z pick is down there at seventeen percent. Well, you're asking, you're asking sports card collectors. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get non sports card collectors. Ask them which one they want. (laughs) That's that's a fair point. Um, And then the last one is the five thousand dollar range, and forty percent picked the Acuna Independence Day seventy six. 32% 32% picked the Foden one of one. Actually, in last place was the Zion of 28%. It was pretty close, though. Like, that's a pretty close vote right there. Um, to where I think all all you can make arguments for for sure. It looks like uh, in the chat, Ron says Acuna, Mantle, McDavid. Uh, Michael says Mantle, Mantle, Mantle. And Daniel says Foden, Mickey, Mantle, and McDavid. So I was pretty close on that with a lot of people. A lot of people did like the Mantle for uh, obvious reasons. It's hard to turn on 56 Mantle. All right, here we go. Trivia time. Let's roll right into it because it's 509 now, and there was the top three picks. One second, Aaron. While you're while you're introducing it, Aaron, I'm gonna go turn on the light real quick. Okay, I, I'm not introducing much, but go ahead, anyways. Uh yeah, we have sports card trivia here. We got 10 questions. Um, they're gonna be decently rapid fire. So make sure that you are ready to type your answers into the chat um when I ask the question, and then we'll read off some of the audience answers. I'll let Nate answer them too and give his thoughts. Um, hopefully, Nate, the goal is, is that you answer the question before you see any audience comments. Because I have a feeling for a few of these, they're going to know more than you. Um, so I want you to okay. answer before you start to see some of the audience comments. Okay. Just oh, and, and to read, uh, to make one thing clear, the first five questions are from five different sports. And then from there, it kind of goes and duplicates some of them uh, with it being baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and hockey. 
There's actually no Formula One question, so sorry for all the Formula One fans, including myself. I did not Dude, put a Formula One question. I'm a huge. Here. I'm a huge. Uh... I know. I know. I let Nate down. Trivia number one: Which MLB superstar was missing from the 1954-1955 top sets, despite being an All-Star both of those seasons in the MLB? Ted Williams. Nate's answer is Ted Williams. Let's wait for a couple of the chat answers to come in here. Which MLB superstar was missing from the 1954 and 1955? Top sets, despite being an all-star both of those seasons. Wisc Collectible says Ted Williams. <laughs> Jordan says, Nate, how do we say it? I can't hear you. DiMaggio? Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Yep. And then let's see if we can get one more answer here. Williams was in those sets, I think. So Michael is disputing when Nate and Wisc Collectible oh. says that Williams was in those sets. I don't actually, said, I don't actually know. Right, you were, just you just you threw out a name there pretty guess. quick. Um, and I will say it is not Ted Williams. I, I can confirm that. Lou Gehrig, Joe DiMaggio. Okay. No, Lou Gehrig would have been long. Past we are gonna line. reveal the answer here right now and give some uh, history behind it. The answer is Mickey Mantle. He had a gap in his cards. Nineteen fifty-three oh. tops. Nineteen fifty-five. Sorry, nineteen fifty-three tops and nineteen fifty-six tops. Were the last or the 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 two that you know butted up against the gap year fifty four and fifty five, uh, the fifty six we just showed actually in the uh, flip quest uh, recap, and I actually thought about this the other day because I went and tried to find if there's a fifty four Mickey Mantle because I'd never saw one before and there actually isn't one. There's not a fifty four tops Mickey Mantle, that but there stinks, are fifty four iconic 50... set. I know, I know, fifty four is a super iconic set. There is a fifty four and fifty five Bowman Mantle though. There's a 54 and 55 Bowman mantle. And the reason being is that Bowman signed them to exclusive rights for 54 and 55 where they couldn't make Topps cards of Mickey and Mantle. But lo and behold, in 1956, Topps bought Bowman. Topps bought Bowman, which is why Mickey Mantle cards did return in 1956. I never knew why it was missing until I did a little research and read on postwarcards.com that answer. And here is actually... They put this in the Sports Illustrated magazine here. It was a, like, what could have been black and white mock-up. Back, they put this way back. Uh, I don't know what issue this was uh, published in, but that was what, like, the 54 Mantle could have looked like. Would have been a spectacular card. Although it does look like he's bunting, which is kind of weird. But uh, either way, beautiful, beautiful set. And then here is a mock-up of the 55 that they put into Topps Magazine Centerfold. I think that was back in the 90s they, they published that. So those cards were never made. I wish they were, but really crazy to, to see that one. Trivia number two, uh, basketball this time. During the NBA bubble in 2020, whose Prism Silver PSA 10 increased over $1,000 within two weeks and subsequently dropped nearly $1,000 two weeks after that? Bubble. It took two weeks for it to gain $1,000 and it took two weeks for it to drop $1,000. Bubble. Bubble? No. Th- oh, that's what I'm going with. Bubble. Bobo was the first answer from West Collectibles. Also, do you have a, do you have another guess, Nate? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, let me let me actually think. Let's see. Trying to remember the bubble. Who would have been super hot in the bubble and then disappeared? But also, was worth good money. <sighs> oh, TJ Warren's. I feel like he was also kind of hot, but I don't he know if that was regular season. Um, man, what? The bubble so long ago, dude. It is a while ago. It's such a crazy time. So we got it some was, answers what, from the was chat. It, was it some random, uh, random uh, Laker? 
no, it wasn't. or something? No, it wasn't. But two thousand. Uh, Jordan Poole was Daniel's answer. TJ Warren, Jordan's Magic also said Bobo. Jordan said Jamal Murray, and Jordan said Diamond Mitchell. Which both those two dudes were super hot. But no, this was neither. Well, I will say this: it actually could have been one of these two. Most likely not. I know who the players that I meant for this, and uh, I highly, highly, highly doubt that anyone else fits into this category. But here we go. The answer is Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr.'s 2018 Prism Silver PSA 10 was around $450 to $600 within two to three sales after he dropped like, there's like 35 or 40 points in like back-to-back games, went up to $1,600 plus. And then like six sales after that took for it to drop down to 700 and then it dropped all the way back down to 600 and then it rose from there actually back over 1,000. So MPJ is the answer. What an absolute chart. Just climbing the entire time just has that one random little blip up. But otherwise, it. it's climbing. No, no, for sure. And this is this is through the end of 2020. So this is not now. This card is now worth yeah. very little money compared to that. I think it's probably like $150 or something now, which is crazy. Nate, I saw a raw sell for like $20. Remember when I sold like a raw for like $75? It's, nuts. it's actually worth $202 as of right now. But just unbelievable. Devin Booker and Cat were also other answers. And Tyler Hero also. And Wisc Collectibles and Nate are vibing on the incorrect answers right now. Like right away, y'all both said the same two things. Yes, we are. I like this one a lot. This one should be fun. Trivia number three. When is the last year a wide receiver topped the charts for a draft class's card sales over any QB taken from that year? And that's as of right now. Sorry, that is as of right now. That's not when the products released. That's like as of today. Which year was it that a wide receiver, like cards were produced, is worth more as a wide receiver say than any other quarterback from the class? Give me, I'm looking for a year. A, a draft I'm going to guess. Year. Let's see. Jameis was drafted in 2015. So, so I'm either going to go with like 2015 Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston. And I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you what wide receiver draft in that draft. Or I'm going to go Diggs. with. Stephon Diggs was the best wide receiver from that draft. All right. Or I'm going to go with like. Early 2000, like David Carr, 2002, or whatever. That's uh, your guess with Jameis and Marcus was pretty good, but those players have actually gained some value recently because both are now going to be in position to start the starting year, so. starting spots. Yeah, they're, they're, so not like I'd say last year, like yeah, maybe Stefan Diggs was worth more, but like as of right now, both those two guys are worth more. Stefan Diggs. We've got we do have a correct answer in the chat. So the order here is 2011 for Jordan, 2010 for the other Jordan. Um, with which both of those years could have actually been true, I guess. If you think like Julio Jones from 2011 over like a Cam Newton or 2010, um, where it was like Tebow Bradford and Colt McCoy, and then you're thinking of like, um, was like Des Bryant, Demarius Thomas, RIP, where the best receivers are tight end, you know, Rob Gronk would actually be the most valuable of 2010. But the correct answer actually came from Wisc Collectibles, it's 2013 with DeAndre Hopkins, and the quarterbacks were Geno Smith and EJ Manuel. Um, so I forgot about. I forgot about Geno Smith and EJ Manuel completely. Exactly. So this is the 2013 NTRPA of DeAndre Hopkins, the Blackout 25 that recently sold for $444 as an SGC9. The out of 99 of Geno Smith, which some would say is more solid after than the 25, sold for 50 bucks back on February 24th of 2022. And EJ Manuel hasn't played in that hey, in forever. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Geno Smith like currently kind of in <laughs> position to be a starting quarterback in the NFL with the Seahawks? I think that Derek, or sorry, not Derek, Drew Locke, I think is going to probably, I mean, maybe, I don't know for sure. Maybe they're going to battle it out and see who does start, but you're right. I mean, they could be in contention, but definitely, definitely, definitely DeAndre Hopkins market is more valuable than Geno Smith. However, 
I will say, ever since the suspension, like this NT hasn't sold since the suspension. Um, and I did look at his top score in PSA 10, which still did outsell Geno Smith recently. Um, but you never know. I mean, Geno Smith, if he does slot in and start this year, and DeAndre Hopkins is suspended, uh, maybe maybe this isn't uh, the case. But yeah, as of right now, 2013 um, would be the most recent class. And actually, the class I was thinking of personally when putting this together was 2007 with Calvin Johnson and Adrian Peterson. I thought that might have been the year until I realized, oh, no, a 2013 quarterback class was so atrocious. Um, that wouldn't make it that far. Jordan, I actually turned this around within the last like hour and a half. Pretty good. I know. I took a nap, woke up, and said, these are all the questions I'm going to come up with. <laughs> Trivia number four. How many different parallels are there for the Erling Holland 2019 Immaculate Rookie, and what are they? So, I mean, this might take a while for people to type in the chat. But how many different parallels are there for the Erling Holland Rookie, including the base, including the base? I'll give you one. There is a base number out of 99. And what are they? Nate, could you answer this question? Give me what they are because it might take people longer to type in what they are. I have not a single clue. <laughs> well, Nate has no clue. Um, I'm glad that uh, Jordan and Wiss Collectibles love, love the questions. I'm, I'm happy. I'm actually going to turn a couple of these in an Instagram post for this week, I think, because I, I was pretty happy with how this came out. So we've got Jordan said six. Kellen said of 99 out of 50, uh, 25 out of 5, and 1 of 1. Kellen is close. Not the correct answer, but close. I will say. Is there I'll an out of 75 in there somewhere? I'll give a hint. Jordan is correct. There is 6. Kellen is correct on 4 of the 5 that he put there, but there's also 6. So you're missing 1, and 1 of them is wrong. Nick, give me a guess from Kellen's answer and go down the line. All right, I'm guessing out of 99, out of 75, out of 50, out of 25, a one of one, and I'm guessing out of 10 instead of out of five. You're right. It is out of five instead of out of 10. Uh, sorry, it is out of 10 instead of out of five, but you're missing, and there's not it, there's none out of 75. So there's one different one. No one said it yet. Here it is. Out is of it? 99, out of 50, out of 25, out of 10. And down at the bottom here, Ruby FOTL out of eight and a one of one. It's a hard question. It's a hard question. Ruby first off the line out of eight. And then the one of one. Have you ever have you ever seen one? Dude, I couldn't find a picture on one, but I know I've seen out of eight of like Reese James before. So I knew that there was red out of eight and FOTL parallel. I just have never seen it early in Holland. I couldn't find any pictures of one. Um, so that's why it's not displayed here. But that is the six. So Jordan had the correct number. Um, and no, Jordan, I don't have the rainbow for it. Um, but I love the uh, this set. I have a couple of the Mason Mounts of it. I didn't buy the one of one of him. It was just too much at the time. And it was actually available for, on auction. But was happy to see how much it sold for when it did. Because it sold really strong. Number five. Which set was the most expensive Connor McDavid card sale of all time pulled out of? Upper Deck the Cup. Nate says Upper Deck the Cup. Is that a set? It it is a set, and it is like the national treasures of hockey. So you're on a good you're 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 on a good track right now. How confident? You want to scale one to ten? How confident do you have the right answer? One percent. Jordan says the cup. Kellen says the cup. And it was exquisite. Just kidding. It was the cup. Exquisite. It was the cup. Nate, you were right. Exquisite parallels were inserted into the cup. 
I was trying. You just uh, broke up for a second. I've always said Nathan Rodabaugh. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I've always said Nathan Rodabaugh and NHL fan go together like peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Absolutely. But I I want to, I actually want to throw someone in there. It's kind of like a, oh, gotcha. But then, no, you actually got it right because they put exquisite uh, collection cards into the cup. So it was pulled out of the cup. But I didn't know if anyone was going to remember it. This was the most expensive Conor McDavid card sold, uh, 144000 just back in February. Why is Nate in 24P or 240P? Um, we're on like one bar of Wi-Fi over here, so we're just working with what we got. <laughs> That's what I was assuming. Uh, but yeah, so that was the most expensive one. But question number six is actually a follow-up. This was not the most expensive by the dollar amount that sold for, but back in 2020, the jersey number 97 out of 99 PSA 9, the cup RPA. This is the true the cup RPA. This is not the exquisite insert. It sold for $135,000 back in 2020 by Leland's. What is the card ladder estimate value of, on this today? I will say it is more than the most expensive cards that we just said, which is 144K. So this is technically probably like one of the most valuable cards that he has, other than maybe like a one of one, um, you know, shield of the exquisite, which is up on like for, on eBay for like $5 million, I think. But give me, Nate, give me a number. What do you think that the estimate value for this card is today, the 97 out of 99? 290K. Nate says 290K. Jordan says 641. Bryce says 350. 500k from Ron Fig, 225 from Kellen. And I will reveal it here. If one more comes in, I'm looking for Jordan, looking for Magic to say something. Let's see. I don't know about that. Do hockey players have to wear certain numbers like in football? I don't think so. Uh Wiz Collectible says 195 and Magic says 1,135,0. That person would be very happy if they bought it and it's worth a million something today. The true Magic, answer is crazy 564,000. So Ron comes away with the closest guess without going over 564,000 is the estimate value as of today for this McDavid based on how his market has moved over the last two years. And that's for PSA 9, 97 on 99. Pretty massive card with a sick patch. Nate, you like that? <laughs> that was way more than I was expecting. I mean, I guess I should have thought about it. Top hockey player. You know, there's a ton of hockey fans out there, but like. The top end hockey market's really increased, and especially since 2020. It's really increased in the last like eight months and even more so since 2020. Man, what was I doing? I should have been buying. I should have been buying. uh, I don't know what you're doing. Hockey cards. Uh, Trivia number seven. This is going to be a run of baseball questions in a row. So, Nate, I hope you're excited. I hope everyone in the chat's excited too. Nate, you don't get to answer this card. Or the, this question. What was the first year the current first Bowman logo was used on a prospect card? The first year the current first Bowman logo where it just says like first and then Bowman or anything? What was the year it was first used? 1954. No, 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 no. Get out of here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is a question to see who was paying attention in last night's. Yeah, no, you said 54. Who is paying attention in last night's live stream? So the current one that's on like 2021 and 2022 cards. When was the first time that thing was used? Bryce says 2012. Wisc Collectible says 2014. Jordan 2011. Gabriel 2012. One of those answers is correct. And the correct answer is 
2014 with Mookie Betts's year, the first Bowman logo was used for the first time like it is today. Because back in 2010, um, and years around that, it looked like this in the Christian Yelich card. It said first Bowman Chrome card. Now it says first Bowman. So that was actually asked. I We we looked that up in last night's live stream. Um, so anyone that was there last night, congrats if you were paying attention. He probably has got the correct answer. All righty, next question. How much did the Mookie Betts 2014 Bowman Chrome Superfractor Auto 1 of 1 sell for in 2019? I don't want to know what you think it's worth today. I want to know what you think this thing sold for back in 2019. 84K. 84K, Nate says. Any other guesses? Any other guesses? And also, Wiss knew that because they were the ones I asked last night. Well, there you go. Good memory. Ron says 20K. Michael says 48K. Bryce says 300K, which would be a massive sale for a card back in 2019. I will say, Bryce, you are you are a little high. You are a little high in that price. Wisp Collectibles 113. Kellen 110. Jordan, six grand. What's up, Tech? All right, here we go. The correct answer would be. $79,200 back in 2019. Nate was pretty close. I mean, yes, he went over, but he was definitely the closest. Close. 84, right? Yeah. Under 5K away. Yeah. 79200 That was a really good guess. Um, Carlyer estimate value is 269000 on this right now. But given that the Aaron Judge 9.5 just sold for 340 I have to imagine that this would go for more than 270 right now. Granted, he has bounced around. And I was on the Dodgers. So I guess bounced around one from the Red Sox to the Dodgers. Not not uh, nothing crazy. Michael would love to own that. I think a lot of us would. This card is beautiful. That that super factor looks awesome on there. Really good. All right, we've got two questions left. This is the last baseball one here and last Bowman question. Nate, you can answer this. Well, actually, maybe not. I don't know. You can. You can, you know, you can answer because people will be typing right now. What year was the first Bowman logo completely omitted from all prospect cards and autos post-2010? 2013. Oh, wait. No, it didn't have the first logo on 2013. Um, uh, 2015. Once again, what year was the first Bowman logo completely omitted from all prospect cards and autos? It was not used on any card, no matter if it was the player's first card or not. We've got 2015, 2013 from Kellen, 2013 from Bryce, 2012 from Jordan, 2014 from Michael. But Michael just said with the year the first one, it was switched over with. And Michael then said Buxton year. Gabriel says whatever Nate says. Well, don't listen to Nate. And Wiss Collectible says 2017. Nate, your answer was correct at first. You knew that. 2013, that's just what we're talking about. There's no first Bowman logo on there. Oh, oh. I you thought you meant after it became a thing. No, no, I was, no, like, I was just looking at Aaron Judge cards, and there was no first anywhere on those 2013. Correct, so that was my first guess. JP Crawford, no logo. Aaron Judge, no logo. Byron Buxton, no logo. Nate, basically, the way I found this out was I was looking up different things about, you know, just Bowman Chromos for this trivia. And I was like, you know what, Nate, we talked about last night. Why was there no, no first logo in Aaron Judge? I look it up. Byron Buxton, no logo. JP Crawford, no logo. Carlos Correa, who did have a 2012 non auto. But in 2013, has no logo, which made sense, which is why I thought, oh, it doesn't matter. He didn't, you know, he had one before that. But literally, all the top selling cards didn't have it. So it's like, this is just weird. No, no first Bowman logo in 2013. But they did have it in 2012 and 2011 and 2010, the year I showed with Yelich. 
it looked like this for Lindor's cards. Um, it looked like this for Lindor's cards, for Jack Peterson's cards in 2012, um, all that stuff. But no 2013. I don't know why. <laughs> Not really sure. And Michael said, forget that year, but remembered because I've been buying up Buxton's. Well, there you go. Is he actually hitting awful now? Low, low average, low on base. Hmm. Does gotcha. damage when he makes contact, but yeah, it hasn't been spectacular. Yes, Jordan, zero F1 questions say Yes, we will do a sports card trivia in the future again because um, this is really fun, and we'll do this again, and then I will have F1 questions in there. I just bounce them between uh, the baseball ones. We're kind of fun with the first ball one. But the last question here to close out this Memorial Day live stream, which basketball insert from the 1990s would be most likely to be sent a cease and desist if it was created today? Is there like a law and order one or something? <laughs> no. No, this is serious. Like, what which insert would actually get sent like a cease and desist for using something they can't on the card? I'm assuming. Oh, no, I thought the Duncan Go Nuts one was. Jordan says Duncan Go Nuts, but I thought that was like in correlation with Duncan Donuts. Jordan says Duncan Go Nuts. Matt says Duncan Go Nuts. Michael says Dylan C's T ball card. <laughs> Uh, Wisc Collectible says might not be saying it right, but The Rock. That's a, actually a pretty decent guess. But, no, it, I did put down Dunkin' Donuts because it says no Dunkin' Donuts branding anywhere. There's nothing that says Dunkin' Donuts on this card. It says Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Not even on the back? There's no, like, no, little it, thing that's, yeah. like, Dunkin' Donuts? No. It's got nothing. Really? This is not done in, yeah. From what I know, from what I know, this is not done in partnerships with Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts was established in 1950. I know. I always I assumed thought it was like too. one of those, like, you bought a dozen donuts, maybe you get a card back in the 90s. No, no, no. This was pulled off Skybox EX. Skybox EX in 1998. And um, from what I know, this was completely um, used without any approval from Duncan or from, from any collaboration. There's no Dunkin' Donuts logo or branding anywhere outside of the very use of the font. Um, and Jordan says, you're correct, Aaron, copyright infringement. I was actually trying to see if there's any articles on Dunkin' Donuts actually suing Skybox for this, um, which I don't think they did. And that's why I said if it were to be created today, because today if something like this happened, you could bet that there'd be a cease and desist or a, a copyright um, infringement type of thing showing up on Tops or Panini's doorstep. I can pretty much guarantee that. Uh, but here we are, and uh, I think it's a super famous insert, in my opinion, one of the best basketball inserts in the 90s, uh, just because I think it looks awesome. Plus, I'm a massive Duncan fan. For anyone that doesn't come to watch what's brewing and whatnot, you've got to come to that next because... Yeah, you can Duncan go get your time. Charlie your Charlie coffee. I just had that actually two days ago. <laughs> it's free, though. I, dude, I use those rewards well. I get like buy, buy two, get one free all the time, basically, which sounds like a better deal in my head than it probably actually is, but... <laughs> Um, and Michael said back then they weren't as big. Yes, Duncan definitely has revolutionized in the last like four years with their rebrand and mostly going to coffee. Well, all they had all they had back then was their trash donuts. Dude, I know they didn't have donuts. their like, trash coffee to go along hey, with it. I 100 agree with you. The donuts stink, but I will say June 3rd is National Donut Day. I think. Um, and that's yeah, June 3rd. So I'll try. Oh wait, actually we're in New York. Maybe we'll have to go find Duncan in New York. <laughs> Um, but either we way, will find, uh, we will find a nice bakery in New York to go to. We will. We'll find some bagels and get some good bagels. I'm super excited about that. Uh, the juice man says free advertisement. I always thought it was registered. Um, maybe it was, maybe, maybe it wasn't, but that would maybe also make sense if they're just like, Hey, we'll give you free advertisement. But, uh, I, I don't know anything about that either. 
Jordan said, this was fun. Thanks, Aaron. Of course. We hope uh, all of you had a good time. And um, I will point out that today we have a, or this week we have a whatnot stream schedule tomorrow. Nate is doing $1 buy it now baseball packs here live from the Slapstack Studio in Milwaukee. Nate is hey, doing I'm $1. Be, huh? I'm going to be moving that up to 4 o'clock if you're okay with that. 4 o'clock as opposed to 5 for our dollar sure pack tomorrow. Five? What? Sure you, can't, you sure you can't do 5? It's been set like that for over a week. I know, but but my one chance to get to watch my nephews play baseball is tomorrow. Okay, and okay. They start at six. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep you from the nephews baseball game. So four o'clock, four p.m. tomorrow. We'll switch that time um, for the one dollar baseball packs on whatnot. 2013 Bowman Chrome and 2003 Bowman Chrome. So a decade apart. Uh, come on, come along. One dollar packs. And then uh, Wednesday, I'm trying to do Formula One Sapphire. Having massive issues with tops getting the box here. Uh, they've been delaying shipment on some of these, so it might be Wednesday or might have to get rescheduled. But June 3rd, also uh, 2 p.m. or 1 – sorry, 2 p.m. Eastern time, um, 1 p.m. Central time for some Topps Chrome release day case break. That is the plan right now for soccer. Uh, this is very sub- subject to change uh, because of different release schedules and everything. T- mostly Tops is having a trouble with, I guess, releasing products on time. But uh, either way, please, uh, please uh, stay tuned on the Whatnot app. Um, and Jordan, we only got one, but I'll have a couple more that weren't ordered directly from Tops. And I uh, had a great time today, everyone. I hope you all did too. Um, and come back next Sunday for the Flip Quest at 9.45 p.m. Eastern time, whatnot, all this week. And then also Slapstacks Live, will, it, it will return next week, and maybe we'll do sports card trivia again, or we'll do that in one of the upcoming future episodes. Everyone have a great rest of your Memorial Day, and we will talk to you in the next live streams. See you guys.